Welcome to another episode of Inside with Outsiders, and today we have a very special guest, Sharon Eng, who we met recently. Sharon, thanks for joining. Happy to be here. <laughs> I like how you approach the mic like that. Happy <laughs> to be here. How close do I need to be? <laughs> uh, you can speak directly into the mic. Yeah. By the way, I want to shout out our producer, direct, director, Bams, who you might hear on the show. He's not on the screen, but uh, that's the voice of God. Appreciate you. Oh, I just heard a, a beer crack. And on that oh. note, I think I usually wait a little bit to pop this, but I'm thirsty and this looks very icy. So are you cool with popping a beer? Did yeah, you open let's yours do already? it. All right, cool. Well, I'm not waiting to pop a beer. This is my first beer of the day. so. I don't believe you, but cheers to you too. <laughs> cheers, Sharon. Cheers. Mm. So we met Sharon through uh, two mutual friends. One of the... Um, Outsiders family slash staff, Darshan, who is our director of partnerships. And also, prior to that, we referred to you, uh, to you by Kira from, um, from uh, what's the? Uh, Peloton. Peloton, yes. Oh, Kira Jeremy. Michelle from Peloton. The you know, little company named Peloton. Um, you are a yogi, right? Or yogini? Is it, which one is yogi it? Yogi works. You're a yogi. yogi. And... Um, we met like three weeks ago or two weeks ago for our camping weekend um, and you came highly recommended. And sometimes I'm nervous when, when we have these sort of outings and the first time I meet someone because you never know if their energy is going to me mesh with the crowd or with yours for that matter. Um, but I'm, I'm happy you came on the trip because it was like it was seamless. Um, and everyone loved your yoga it was only we did you did breath work, meditation, yoga on Saturday morning, and everyone was a little too hungover on, on Sunday to do it. But you did a great job. Uh, how did? Tell me about you first off. Like, where are you from? I'm from upstate New York, um, capital Albany. 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 Isn't we call it Smallbany? Why? <laughs> Why is it a small city? It's small, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, yeah. So, isn't Albany known for being a little rough? It is. Like it's kind of like it's kind of like the hood in in a sense, right? I guess so. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming the different size of Albany. There are. So I'm not from Albany, but I say that as like get your bearings, right? I'm okay. from Schenectady, Rotterdam. Gotcha. So about 25, 30 minutes from Albany. Where's the town that has like the natural uh, sparkling spring water there? Saratoga. Saratoga. That's right. I've never been there, but uh, Saratoga is beautiful. You guys should all go and get Saratoga sparkling water. <laughs> yes, we. I think that's that'd be a good outsider's trip. It would um, be actually. So, what was it like growing up in Albany, and and did you spend like your entire childhood and years growing up there? Yeah, um, I grew up there, and it was super suburbia. So. <laughs> Um, I feel like now living here and traveling, I've traveled all over the world. It's been yeah. really nice to see how far I've come from where I came from. Right. I mean, it is, the, it's the capital of New York state, but it's a small town. I mean, a small city, I should say. Uh, yeah. And where you're from is even smaller. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's impressive because I know what, uh, what really stands out to me about what you've built for yourself is are these retreats and you're doing global retreats right and congratulations you just recently sold out your next retreat right yeah nicaragua in yeah. november international retreat first not first but first really big retreat since covid times um Congrats. so it's pretty huge and i'm really excited i'm a little nervous because it is international and 
that doesn't just entail a car, it entails a flight. Right. So a lot of logistics. that complicates things logistically for sure. Yeah. So fingers crossed. This isn't your first things. international retreat, is it? No. Okay. In fact, I guess we can um, have a little segue. Fun fact on me when we talk a little bit more about what I do we and love my fun business. Facts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my dream was always to lead yoga retreats, and so I made that dream a reality. And the first retreat that I ever led, I, I used to live in the Virgin Islands in St. John in the Caribbean. Nice. Yes, I agree. And <laughs> So wait, I, I, I want you to continue your story, but I do want to know how you ended up there from Albany, but go up from Saratoga. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so yes, when I decided I wanted to lead retreats, I... I think that there was a big piece of inspiration from living in the Virgin Islands and that nomadic lifestyle, and that's like what planted the seed for me. So at this point in time, from living in the Virgin Islands, I was living in New York City. And so I said, I want to lead a, a yoga retreat, and the first retreat I ever did was in the Virgin Islands. I was okay. like, let me go back to like Makes that sense. home base. Yeah. But it was also a really hard first retreat to do. You know, you would think your first retreat might be like an hour away, Catskills. Right, because the travel aspect is makes things so much more complicated. There's, there's so yeah. much more that can go wrong. Absolutely. So you were pretty adventurous in making that your first one. Why did you yeah. decide to do that as a first one as opposed to doing like Albany? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I am a person that when I dream, I dream big. When I do, I do. Right. And when I say I'm going to do something, like, yeah, there's a lot of passion to it. So um, I decided I wanted to do it, and I did it. Which is really necessary as an entrepreneur. I mean, you have to have that passion and that, that execution. You can't wait for the right moment because it never comes. You have to make that moment. So I agree. it's a good thing that you have that, uh, that mind state for sure. Yeah. Let's backtrack a little bit, though, because we jumped from you being in uh, upstate New York to like all of a sudden make put it on retreats. What was it like growing up, uh, high school? When did you know you wanted to be a yoga instructor? Did you know that from the beginning? Was that your dream as a child? Like what, what did you want to do when you were growing up? Yeah, um, great questions. It's kind of nice to reflect back and also challenging to think about. Um, I, I feel like, you know, I just kind of was cruising through life I don't know, in high school and in college, I went to a local community college. And um, in college... What school did you go to? In school, college. What, what college, yeah? Schenectady Community College, SUNY mm. Delhi. Okay, um, so I was at SUNY schools. For sure. I went to CUNY, but okay. so I was SUNY, yeah. <laughs> um, Why are you laughing? Jeez. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I can tell that like you're trying to do like a rivalry. Shout out to CUNY. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but the SUNY, part of this is kind of like... Part of each other's systems, in a sense, where SUNY's a state and CUNY's city, obviously, but whatever. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> um, okay, so, so yes, I feel like I was just kind of living my adolescence life. There was no major dream, desire, you know, there wasn't something deeply rooted in me at a young age where I knew I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Um, you didn't have any, like, like for me... I had the dream of like being in the NBA. Now I knew I was striving because I played college ball, but I that wasn't like I have to make the NBA, otherwise I'm crushed. It was a dream of mine. Do you have anything like that? No, I don't think so. I feel like a lot came a bit later when I became more of an adult. Um, I feel like I had some some like struggles growing up, not struggles, but just things that happened, mm -hmm. and yeah, it took a little bit longer for me to just. 
would you want to elaborate on those struggles? Are you okay with talking about that on camera? Yeah, I'm totally okay. Okay. I guess I just, you know, I, my parents are divorced and, um, that influenced me a lot. And in what, in what way? Um, I'm digging in every way. (laughs) I know. Usually I do the digging. (laughs) (laughs) I see. I'm not gonna let you interview me on my show. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think it just, it definitely had an impact on me, and it. Well, obviously, obviously, it's going to impact you. But like, how did it impact your decision making? Like, did it, did it kind of skew your perspective into going towards and going into wellness, for example? Like, how did their, their divorce, change you and shape you as an adult? I think there are more specific things that occurred that affected me, um, and it it actually made me want to um, become just more, and becoming more actually as a, a yogi, yoga instructor is, is not the path that you actually want to take, which is something to say. Um, me wanting to become more than what I had growing up, and be more than what I saw, and evolve beyond. Um, was that because you felt was it where was that motivation from was that from proving others wrong or to prove others wrong or was that because you just drew, you had such great dreams that you wanted to achieve those dreams because you're motivated uh, internally um i think sort of both i think at first it could have started from trying to prove others wrong or just prove that i could be whatever right. i wanted to be yeah and also, I, I actually wasn't, I didn't grow up in a super rigid um, family. In fact, I wish there was more rigidity. Is that the right word? Um, I structure, wish there was yeah. more structure. Mm-hmm. I wish there was more discipline. Really? Um, but it, I, yeah. But it gave me this freedom. That's interesting so. coming from a yogi wanting more structure because, you know, f- feeling that freedom and that flow is generally what yoga yoga instructors lifestyles are like right it's not so structured and rigid um to a certain extent of course but yeah. that you crave that more do you set that self set yourself set that up for yourself now uh, as an adult i mean i think a part of being an entrepreneur is in a part needing to have a bit of that right I mean, not a part it's a huge part yeah of that. i yeah. think that's actually what can set successful entrepreneurs apart from from others maybe is Mm -hmm. that piece because whenever we go into something that we love it's because we love it but the thing that we love isn't running the business side perhaps it's it's the creative aspect right you have to you have to to kind of love the business side because it facilitates the creative side right it gets you paid yes Uh, when did you realize you wanted to be a yoga yoga instructor um, when I was living in the Virgin Islands, I went through a point in my life where I was kind of, I don't know, I was discovering myself. So how did you get, uh, let's backtrack again, from upstate New York, was your next destination the Virgin Islands? Yes. Why? <laughs> uh, it was uh, in part me trying to find myself. Um, I was dating a person back then, and we decided to move there together. Okay. Um, and that was the journey that took me there. And then um, that What were you doing for yourself work-wise then? Yeah. When I first moved there, I was working in restaurants. I worked in this one restaurant, what, and what I was were a waitress. Doing, sorry, I don't mean to question. What were you doing in—you in, went from Albany there. So what were you doing in Albany 
for work before we went there? So, when I was in Albany, I was just finishing college. Okay, gotcha. So I kind of had always been in the restaurant industry. <clears throat> when I moved moved to the Virgin Islands, I was also working in the restaurant. Restaurant industry, industry will teach you how to hustle. Hustle. 100%. I was the I number one salesperson. I think anybody. <laughs> Anybody who's going to run their own business should be forced to work in a restaurant yeah, business and understand the hustle. Understand like, understand what it's like to work your way up. Yeah, um, totally. So. And I think I very much so did that. Um, yeah, and I mean, it definitely showed me the hustle. And I need, I'm a hustler, and I feel like you know, I definitely need the chill in my life, which is where yoga comes in. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what that's what got my foot in the door when I lived in the Virgin Islands. Um, and then I started to actually live there half of the year and then I would come home for half of the year Literally like what people do when they retire. I decided you to like do a, a, was it a, a snowbird? Snow, snowbird. Yeah, like a snow bunny snowbird. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, I don't need to a snow bunny. Yeah, for me It was a snow bunny. Yeah. It's like I don't need to wait till I retire people do it backwards, right? It's funny. That, it that is an interesting perspective because why wait you always wait for prolong the, the happiness in order to, to make sure you get it you get to work now and suffer and don't be happy now so you can be happy later but sometimes it's too late and sometimes you don't get that yeah. later so you got to have a balance and I think I think obviously yoga is all about that as well so did yeah. you learn that you obviously learned it before you got into yoga which probably inspired you to get into yoga is that what it was like um I think just going through like some personal hard times with my personal self, uh, yeah. just trying to figure out like, what is my path? What am I doing? Who am I? Right. That's a big question. If we ask people, if I ask you like, who are yeah. you? Right. It's scary. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think also what you do for a living is a lot, a huge part of your identity. Yeah, you know? for sure. And at that point in my life, I just started showing up and doing my own self practice or following people on the interwebs. I had certain people interwebs. that I would follow on the interwebs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because living in the Virgin Islands, you don't have that many yoga studios, things like that. But I would get on my mat every day, and that was the most consistent I've ever been in my life. And it was so, it changed me. So right? you found your, per- have you read The Alchemist? Yes. You found your personal legend. Yeah. Right? So, so you, you find yoga, and it, it puts you on the right path, right? How long are you in, in the Virgin Islands before you make your move? In the Virgin Islands, um, on and off, right? Like six months on, six months off. Not that long, like three years, two and a half, three years. So you were Virgin Islands and New York City or Virgin Islands and Albany? Virgin Islands and Albany, Virgin Islands and um, Block Island, Rhode Island. Do you know it? I, funny enough, we're talking about it today. Oh. Uh, Our (laughs) photographer that's shooting our canyoneering uh, adventure um, tomorrow. Um, he's from Block Island. Like what, he is grew his up name there. Ross? No, Tim. Oh, okay. Tim, Tim what? Uh, Buell. Oh, it's Tim a small is like island, this, so I probably know. He's like know. this uh, extreme sports dude who's also a great photographer. So like when I thought of the canyoneering adventure, when you're rappelling down waterfalls, I, he's the best one. But he's from Block Island. He's told me he's like, it's like when he grew up, 850 people, uh, population of 850. And then, it's their entire economy is run by the, by the summer season. Totally. And I, I told him like growing up there must have been really interesting because it's all about you know summer flings and then <laughs> right. then when summer ends it's, it's nobody nobody's there. So you were in, in Block Island. 
Yeah, so I, I had met a friend, a good friend, um, who does photography, who I thought might be the connection. Yeah. His name is Ross. His family and him now um, own businesses there, own restaurants, and have passed it down to their children, their sons. Mm-hmm. And um, so I decided, you know, I want to live this nomadic lifestyle. So when I left the Virgin Islands, I, I went to Block Island for the summer, um, and I lived there for the summer. During the busy season, I kind of chased the busy seasons and also summer and w- ocean and water and islands. Okay. <laughs> so there was a common theme yes. that I was drawn to for yes. sure. Yeah. And so, and then I went back to St. John, and then I went to Saratoga Springs for the track season, and then I, I did St. John one more time, and then I said, I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. This island's small. Love it. It is, helped me so much, but I'm ready. So I did some traveling. I actually went to Italy and got my yoga certification and did an intensive. Why Italy for yoga certification? My background. Okay, but I mean, like, others do, like, Bali <laughs> I know or India and I don't know I wanted to yeah. go to what, like, your background is Italian Italian and a mix of okay. a few different things so um yeah Italy just was a place that I've always wanted to go to and is definitely not the most common spot for yoga right but but if you can have yoga and great Italian food why yes, not? it was a win-win yeah yeah uh, um so that happened and then I decided to move and New York City is where I landed. I was almost going to move to Hawaii, but I didn't know anybody there, so I did not. Shouldn't stop you, but glad I you're know. here, of course. I need like one so person in each place to move, and then yes, I feel comfortable. I agree. What um, what what year was this that you moved to New York? How long ago, I should say? Yeah. Um. How long? Five years. Five years. I told myself two. I said, I will be here for two years, and then I'm moving. I, I said, I'm going to move here. There's a ton of opportunity. Yeah. And let me like tap into that, and um, but I can't be here for long. Are you? Do you have like the itch to leave now? Yes and no. I just want to let everyone know her husband's in the audience. (laughs) (laughs) AKA the anchor keeping me in the city. Exactly, exactly. Uh, (laughs) My husband. I guess. I guess the question is: is that is that a? a conversation between the two of you is that something you've been having as far as you wanting to move because you have this nomadic spirit but i mean then there's also the question and sorry brother but you guys want to have a family right yeah i'm assuming so yeah. you can't be nomadic if you're gonna have a family i know so what are you gonna do well, you can you can do whatever you want you can but i mean but yes. kids need roots right for sure especially when school happens so yeah what are you gonna do Lots of thoughts there, but... You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> My pleasure. Um, yeah, like, you know, that has definitely kept me on this path longer, which is definitely not a bad thing. In fact, you know, as you journey through life, right, I, I see how my path was wanting to explore, which is beautiful, but also struggling to stay. You know... I'm going to interject and say, I think what you're doing with your yoga and your travel retreats is going to keep you feeling that freedom of, of traveling while still having your roots here. So I think you're on the right path. I think New York as your home is, is obviously the greatest city in the world, in my opinion, and others have said it who aren't even from here. So, But the fact that you can keep this, my goal would be keep New York as a home base and be able to travel when I want to, when I need to, yeah. and fulfill that urge to, to fly, basically. Yeah. So that's your goal? 
you're living Pretty the dream much. right now. I mean, yeah, yeah. So I think that's like the ultimate, you know, is probably come here in New Jersey and get a home that's in the near future. Um, so we're close by, but, but a little bit out of the city. And then um, get to a point with the retreats where even just recently I'm thinking, even if we were to have kids, it'd be really cool to be able to travel or to be away for the winter for one or two months and just lead continual retreats or one retreat, have a week off, do another retreat, and then get away for the winter, which I hate, and then um, bring our kids at one point in time and then yeah. be home for the rest of the year and maybe it could work out. Well, so we, we had a good conversation on the camping weekend on the hike about your next move. I asked you, what's your goal with the business, right? And you told me, figure out a way to scale, but like you can't, you can't scale if you're teaching all the yoga yourself, right? So we, we spoke a lot of it. We still have another conversation to have. But, um, you know, what is, your, what is your goal with this? Beyond, I mean, you can't be teaching yoga all the time, but you want to grow your business. What's your plan? Great question. Um, I mean, my, my mission is to help primarily women, as many women as possible, help touch their lives, help improve their li lives, hopefully help transform their lives. And um, I think the goal is to, to host retreats that are helping as many people as possible. Okay. Um, challenges, you can't do that alone. Yes. So you're gonna start having to get some staff together, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what that looks like yet. Um, I think that that is definitely something to think about and where I might need some help. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. To, I'm always happy to help. I'm, yeah. I'm not the expert, but I have some ideas, especially in regards to like scaling outsiders. Obviously, it's a slightly different business model, but I think, I think you can do this. I mean, I know you can do it. You just have to figure out how you're going to not, how you can make money without having to be the one to always teach, you know? Right. Um, and I'm sure there's people out there that have done that. I mean, y you yourself, you're the brand, but you don't necessarily like, you know, like Lucille Roberts, right. Lucille Roberts, that gym, no one named Lucille Roberts training anybody right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you gotta be that person. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what I hope that I, I can be, um, and create my own, yeah, create yeah. my own thing and then have that replicated. Well, on a, on another note on, we want to also know you outside your professional life. So what is it you do for fun when you're not teaching yoga, when you're not traveling, and we're not spending time with your lovely husband? Well, traveling is one of the things. That is the thing I love most, is to travel. Mm -hmm. I want to see as much of the world as possible. Um, I enjoy nature, being outside, being active. I'm very active. Um, I think what kind of separates me as a yoga instructor is that I'm really into all the other things of, of wellness. So I'm really huge into strength training and I enjoy that. And I'm into running, um, running two marathons this fall. Oh, Not wow. that I love running that much, but, so, <laughs> but you know, so married what, into it. Oh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> He's a so. running coach, my husband. So, okay. so you, but, but you, it's cool because I'm actually good at it too. Okay. What's your marathon time? 320, three hours and 24 minutes, oh, Boston Marathon. That's impressive, right? 320 is. Let, let me clarify. Yes. Yeah. Can we hear him, by the way? Come, come, come close. Talk on the mic. Yeah. People, people don't typically um, 
just walked into their debut marathon and Boston qualified. But not, not only did she do that, she showed up in Boston, climbed Heartbreak Hill, and got another personal best um, by four minutes, I believe. You wow. ran a 322 in Boston. So what you're saying is that she's modest and not telling us the truth. She, she's amazing. She is lying. I did come in fourth. <laughs> she's lying. And I came in fourth place at the first marathon she's, for women. You came in fourth amazing. place? For, but it wasn't like right. huge. I feel really proud saying that. What, how many people? Amazing. Was there four people? <laughs> I mean, how, no. How no, it was about uh, 400 people. Oh, she came okay, in fourth so out of 400. Yeah, That's impressive. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe you have another career path too. No. But <laughs> we'll keep it the yoga. Gotcha. So um, you mentioned being outside active. You were a great addition to the Outsiders, uh, and hopefully we'll see you again, and hopefully in the fall for the camping weekend. Yeah. And my question to you: What's your favorite part of the Outsiders? Oh, I really love that experience. I thank you for having me. I'm so Pleasure. grateful I could be a part of it. I'm grateful that good people attract good people. Um, Agreed. And I agree. I felt like it flowed really well, and you guys did great. Thank um, you. Thank you, Darshan, as well, who, who's your friend who we met through. Thank you for, for that. But, uh, yeah. I think that my favorite part was the, the people. Yeah, like just the coming together, yeah. meeting new people. Actually, I feel like I need more of that in my life because I'm always hosting and doing that, just yeah. like you do. Um, and I saw, you know, how nice it was for me to, although I was leading yoga and meditation, uh, it was nice to just, like, relax. And I mean, you were, more, you were pr predominantly a participant. You know, you, you yes. hosted the the morning hike and you did help out with other stuff as well but you got to participate so I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it and yeah you said like the people was the important part for me that's the same thing like I, i've said this number of times like i've never been the granola super outdoorsy let's go on a hike on a weekend like uh, prior to doing this but uh i was asked what is my passion behind outsiders it is a friend of mine actually a cousin was asking me like i know you're not an avid outdoorsman i know you're not and i was like well, I like this stuff. Like, yeah, but what's your passion? And I realized it's the community. The same reason why I was doing nightclubs for so long. I guess it wasn't the nightclubs I loved. I mean, not after my 20s. It was the people. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I like, I like the fact that that's what you like as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, and also in, in business, that's what I'm trying to do, too, with the retreats is bring together community. Um, so that's super important mm -hmm. for sure. Especially time, these times, especially coming out of a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, what did you study in school? I forgot to ask you that. Um, business and technology. I suck at technology, but business, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a great background to have with technologies as well, but you need to improve those skills, I guess. But no, business is great. To, uh, I wish if I could go back and study, I studied uh, com media studies, communications. But I, if I were to go back, I'd study um, entrepreneurship for sure. Um, what are your goals and dreams? Like, I think I kind of asked you that, but. Um, yeah, I guess, what are your goals and dreams and what does success mean to you? Um, <clears throat> okay, goals and dreams. Um, I think that goals and dreams, dreams are to live a healthy, happy life and not feel like I need so much out of it, right? For me, it's not about materialism. It's about memories and experiences. Mm -hmm. Have a uh, grow a family of some extent. I don't know what that looks like. Kai, <laughs> get to it. I don't know. <laughs> There's no rush, thankfully. You I feel grateful. <laughs> um, have a house, but also have a second home, mm -hmm. maybe in Bali. <laughs> okay. 
and um and just again help as many people as i possibly can women especially and show them you know to show up for themselves and um how to step into their best version mm -hmm. of themselves and to get out of their own way because i learned that i did that for myself and it made me who i am and i know so many people struggle with that so that's a goal that i want to have an impact on others yeah, it's great to, to take from your experiences and what you struggled with and be able to help people based on how you've escaped or made it through these struggles, you know? Yeah. And that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Um, what, uh, what advice would you give high school you? Ooh. Just be you. <laughs> Screw trying to fit in. Stop trying to, like, be fake. Just be real and the right people will show up, which I very much so have done that. But in high school, I, I tried a little too hard, I think. Who so, doesn't? Yeah. Trying to fit in. So right. more confidence, more trust. And yeah. Okay. Um, more confidence in self. Yeah. Um, what is the dream? What is the dream that you've yet to achieve? Such a great question. Bucket lists kind of uh, question. I feel like I have. I am such a dreamer and I definitely have like the big things that I like to check off. So that's actually hard for me because I mean, gratefully, I feel like I've done a lot of things. Um, I don't know, like there are business things and then there are a couple of personal It could be things. anything. I mean, whatever stands out that you're like, this is, this is something I want to achieve while I'm on this planet. I want to do this. This is a dream of mine. I'd like to travel every continent. Every continent. Okay. How many have you hit so far? I don't know. Um, not enough. I know the only one I'm missing is, uh, well, S Australia is considered a continent, right? And then uh, I haven't hit Australia, and I haven't hit uh, uh, Antarctica. Yeah. I would do that. I would definitely hit it. For sure. I'm the same prayer. Yes. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's a bucket list. Wrap up your seven continent outside of Oof. We, we actually, we've been talking a lot about, um, especially after this camping weekend, because uh, we're blessed and fortunate enough to have had such a high demand and realize like the stuff I want to do and the way I want to do it is what is the way a lot of people would love to do things. And then it's not being offered by, it's not being offered enough. I haven't seen anyone offer the way I like my vision. So what's your vision? My vision is to bring people I guess the people, the kind of people I want to have around me and do things that are like, you know, we're an outdoor club, outdoor social club, right? But when we do international trips, it's, you know, some outdoor adventures, we'll do some hikes, cycling, sailing, whatever it is, wherever we go. But it's also about cultural tr adventure as well. So exploring the local culture, the food, the art, the, the booze. I mean, every aspect of it, hanging out with the locals, like not necessarily just doing a tourist thing, although you have to hit some tourist stuff, but like, I want to go where the locals go eat on Tuesday when they don't want to cook for themselves, you know, right. like that sort of thing. Uh, I've traveled a lot myself. So, uh, just implementing the way I've learned to travel and provide that for others. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Same. I, same. <laughs> same. No, I feel like it's such a, a great thing when you love to travel and it's such a, um, added bonus to, to doing that. Like for retreats, it's, not that it's easy, but um, it comes easily to help people feel comfortable right. because sometimes travel can feel right. overwhelming, scary, hard, different cultures. And if you have country. the right partners and wherever you're traveling to that understand your vision, it makes it a whole lot easier. Yeah. Um, and we should talk about some international travel. Actually, I have some ideas I want to speak to you about. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, 
What is your most embarrassing moment? In life? Or business or what? Not in death. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. I got to think I, on this. I mean, we've had people like fall down the stairs or like, I don't know. Have you remember any off the top of your head, Bams? Do you have any embarrassing moments of me? I'm trying to remember Javi's because I think it was the funniest so far. Javi's was funny and I can't remember it, but I, yes. Neither can I, and I just watched the video. Oh, yeah. Well, anything that stands out? If you say no, it's fine. I mean, I'm sure there has to be. Kai? <laughs> All good. I actually have another question for you. Okay. And uh, my question to you is, when you first met Kai, did you know he was the one? I think so, yeah. I asked, this, I asked people this question who, you know, people who I, I, my friends who are married. I'm like, when did you know? Like, I spoke to my brother. My brother told me when he met his, his wife, like, he knew. Like, she, she, they got, she got pregnant fairly early in their relationship. But he was like, no, I knew. I knew she was the one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm ask, I ask people, like, how did you know? Like, didn't you just, just know, but did you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I think every step of the way, um, I had a high, um, I don't know. I had a high expectation, I guess you can say. Yeah. And he passed me on with flying colors and just situations that occurred like when talking about moving in with one another it just happened so organically and it was too soon and too quick but I was like this feels right and he's like if it feels right we should well do it done. Like, yes. right. <laughs> 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 yeah everything felt like it was meant to be so for sure okay well my la oh, I'm glad he seems awesome Kai we're gonna he hang is. out <laughs> yeah I can't great. run very far but we'll try <laughs> He'll help. <me>. Uh, <laughs> perfect um what have I not? What have I not asked you that you'd love to share with the audience? Something about yourself that you want to? I'll share a fun fact because sometimes I like to ask people similar questions. Okay. One of mine is always that I lived in the Virgin Islands. Um, another one is that I'm a twin. I'm a twin too. Oh no way! Yeah. Cool. Yeah, boy or girl? A girl. Identical? No. Okay, I have a twin brother, but we're not identical either. Are you similar at all? I'm going to let Bams chime in here because he's good friends with my brother. Nope. Polar opposites. <laughs> That's how I feel. It's literally night and day. I always say as a whole, we complete each other because we're polar opposites. So whatever. Yeah, I don't have she. He and I are very different. Like he's an artist, um, and, but he does have a concrete thinking business side, but his artistic side is, is bigger. For me, I think my concrete thinking side is, is more prominent, but I do have a creative side as well. So it's complimentary, you know, like the yin and yang, still see a little blacked out in the white shirt and all that stuff. So yeah, um, we do have similarities, but yeah, we're very different. Um, That's cool. I feel the same. Uh, the last, the last uh, segment of this interview is a uh, five rapid question, five, five rapid fire question uh, segment. Okay. So you know how that works, obviously. You ready? Yeah. All right. Why are you nervous? It's five rabbits. How fast do I have to respond? <laughs> if you don't respond fast enough, you get the night night hammer. No. <laughs> I saw that. Well, I was a little if, scared. If you, if you don't respond fast enough, he just starts on. Come on, rapid fire, rapid yeah, fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bam. Okay. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. What's your favorite city other than New York City? Um. Uh. Can I say a dip Can I say Bali? Does that count? Well, it's not a city, but I guess. Yeah. Favorite place in the world. Okay, Bali. What's your favorite book? Um, Shantram. Okay. You guys should all read it. Have you read it? Oh, okay. it's phenomenal. I think that was like nuggets. What's it about? 
it's a guy who um, escaped an Australian jail, and uh, it talks about his life in um, India. Where what, in India? Uh, what got him in, in prison in the first place? I don't know, but it talks about his journey through the slums, and it was incredible. Okay. Well, you recommend that book, obviously. So Yes. It's a very long book, but and you got to get through the little bit of in the beginning. At first, it took a little bit, but then it was a page turner. Okay. Life-changing, okay. 100%. Really? Right, so I, I want to read it again, but it's just long. I will definitely read that. Um, I think you may have answered this question with your favorite city, but dream retreat location. Bali. Bali. I haven't. 2022. COVID, go away. Maybe <laughs> we'll do an outsider's trip there, and you can lead the uh, yoga portion. I'm down. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your vice? Um, what does that mean? Your vice, like your... your your weakness, your your go-to, like some people alcohol, some people drugs, some ice people, cream, ice cream. Yeah. All right. What that leads to my next question. What's your favorite food? Are we gonna bring it out? Yeah, we are gonna. You brought it here. What did what did you bring? Ice did you cream. Bring ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So what did you get? These are ice, ice cream, cream sandwiches. First off, I want to say I like ice cream. I'm lactose intolerant and I'm drinking beer. So my husband is as well. So that's sad for him because I get all the ice cream but <laughs> but these are ice cream sandwiches and I'm so sorry you can't have this. I can have some I'm just gonna have the bubble guts I don't mind okay <laughs> and it's an ice cream sandwich this one all but right, typically well. I like something with a little crunch which these have chocolate chips so. Ooh, I have a I have a weakness for chocolate chip cookies okay so let's see here yeah I mean we got one, one for over. Chris as well okay these are monsters so uh, yeah, we could even oh, split wow. them in half. Chris, would you like one? Okay. Jesus. Well, we'll... What is this? Oh, my this is gosh. This like a brick of ice cream. <laughs> I think that we need a knife. like one of them bang cookies. Well, no, we're just going to make a mess, and, and we're going to try this right now. So why is this your favorite food? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, something with growing up and, like, having it as a sweet treat, and then it's kind of just, like, a go-to when mm. I feel like I need to... Uh, I don't know, have something that makes me feel comforted. <laughs> this is it. I feel comforted right now. Okay. Not later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a problem, but it's so good. <laughs> mm. Very good. We're going to have to get through that second interview pretty quick then, huh? <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. Good. I want to thank you for being part of this uh, series. Thank you for coming here and being interviewed. I appreciate you opening up and, and talking about your, your personal life. Um, we'll have to have you back sometime, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Um, I look forward to more adventures with the outsiders. Let's do it. Let's do it. All Cheers right, to cool. ice cream and Cheers. fat tire and water. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Cheers. I'm hungry. We're out of here. <laughs>